0: It's a lot of fanboying going yes. on right <laughs> now. Nah, you would live, think man. it would you be for Suezo,
1: even though he's been here multiple times and is a great <laughs> oh, guest wow. of the show. All but, fun.
0: but this is our great man.
1: This is a great friend. We fanned out over Sweezo before. You know what I'm saying? But the fanboys are here in particular yes. for the legendary. Mm-hmm. Say it with me, the legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Mr.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Pleasure, pleasure. When well, in the presence of legendary people, we must pay homage. So first and foremost, thank you for stopping by.
2: Thank Appreciate you for having that. Me. Thanks.
0: Much.
1: Now, Suizo, one thank you because you brought the legend here with you. <laughs> yes, for sure. So before we get into all that, let's talk about you because last time you were here, album had an, you had dropped another album. And you were doing, was it Nerdcore? What was
3: it? Yeah, I was doing. I was tapping in the Nerdcore, that, the Lady J, Rector system. Let's talk about
1: that a little bit because I was super interested in that. <laughs> that what you were doing when you were doing that?
3: Well, she's heavy. Like she's a big person in Nerdcore, and then she helped me get to do a song with like the Jay Z of Nerdcore. I Remember you were telling us mm-hmm. that? Yeah, like he's. Don't. Don't get me started, but I forgot his name right now. I drew a blank, but he's <laughs> the, he's like the Jay-Z of no, uh, nerdcore. And it's just like the music side of, like, Comic-Cons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they seen me, like, you know, back in Suizolane. Suiz Lane wearing Vegeta, uh, <laughs> Saiyan gear, and all that stuff. So they brought me into it, and it, it was a good experience. But COVID kind of messed that up a little bit, but... Covid also helped me out a lot because I've been doing like way bigger shows now. Mm. Open gym, open gym, mm. Fillmore. We've been doing everything. Songbird. It's been a it's been a hell of an experience. So, let's talk about because we had a little break between seeing you. You, you were
1: here. You were raging. Mm. It was it was going hard, and then you said Covid happened. Yeah. That, uh, we've, we've had a lot of different artists come here and that's been a big thing. How has kind of your artistry or what you've been doing changed since the COVID, um,
3: COVID landscape or the COVID world we're living in now? I think I think the grind that I did prior to COVID put me in a better position for when it happened mm. because like I was doing my own shows, I was doing a lot of things. So when they have to take a risk on somebody, it wasn't a heavy draw. To be like, yeah, put Suizo in there. Versus like if I wasn't doing shows, I was doing shows back to back. But then it was like, they're taking more risk because it's like, I guess they don't have as much during COVID mm-hmm. and they can't. So say, for instance, it calls, it's a $500 bill. <clears throat> It's a $500 capacity. Now your 500 uh five hundred capacity goes to like 250 or 200 So now they're not like, oh, we need you to sell it out. So not selling it out now is selling it out. Mm. So it's, it's crazy. For a razor, someone who's been about that for
1: way before it was a thing and everyone was talking about it, how has COVID impacted that? Is it? Is the are the shows and the functions less grand? Or are they more
3: grand? In your opinion, two two things happened to me. One, um, they had a show, and it was at a, a private location. Two things shut that show down. One, they didn't read their contract, and it said <laughs> they can't post the uh, address online. Mm. Then the police came and said to them, "You have an artist on the show." That um, it's not gonna just be this small intimate thing that y'all promoting on the internet, so we're shutting it down for that. So all the promoters called me and was like, "Well, you're the only known artist on this show. <laughs> we put it, we put this show together. <laughs> <laughs> we put this show together to try to like bring bring awareness to everybody else. So it has to be you and then that. But COVID, it hasn't really affected me." Because I'm still in the studio. Shout out to J. Rob. Shout out to Hitman. Been working with them very, you know, closely. But I've seen like, in no disrespect to nobody in Astro World and stuff like that. But I started seeing that stuff for myself. Like my, uh, two shows last year. Because it's it's 20 it's early 2022. Mm-hmm. But two I had a show at Baltimore Soundstage and Fillmore. And people passed out, and I've seen like it's it's definitely a hectic situation. But we try to make sure it's a safe rage environment. But they go crazy. But I've seen people pass out now. And like, so, so that's crazy. what I'm
1: curious about because you are like. Of all the people who I know who actually like you were raging before, like <laughs> you, you. I've been mm-hmm. to a, I've been to one of your parties. Mm-hmm. It's rage. It's not like no like. It's, no, it's not that play play shit. Yeah, it's not like it's, not like it's not like it's not like people yeah. bumping into each other. No, no like, I'm in the crowd with you. It's full on <laughs> punk rock early <laughs> like <laughs> '90s type vibes. Yeah. So I'm more interested in your perspective of the astral world because we've had people come and talk mm. to us about maybe what they've seen fans, but from <laughs> an actual <laughs> rager. How was that experience? Like you said, you, you've taken some differences in how you approach now, but when you were just watching it and seeing the aftermath, what was your thought process
3: as an artist? I feel bad for Travis because in my shows, which is nowhere near 100K people, I can't see the, the small, we have smaller things in COVID, and it's not a big thing. We, can't, we didn't see people passing in, out, passing right out right until right? they're getting pulled out. So I if you can't see that on that level, imagine. Imagine, imagine a hundred K people. I don't even think because when people see the footage play back, they don't understand being there. Uh-huh. Just imagine, just imagine like this, like she would know. CFE. When people used to pass out in the CFE, mm-hmm. you didn't know. It could be a fight that breaks out in the back, and you still didn't know. You don't
2: see it until everybody's scattered.
3: Exactly. So it's kind of like I feel bad for Travis because, one, he's a black man. I did the research on it. It was um, festivals. It was like festivals and stuff. They don't ever bring this up where more, and then no disrespect to the people that did lose their life at World. But it has been like EDM raids mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where it was a million people and almost a thousand people died. No, but they w- don't bring I w- that stuff I w- up. I've worked them
0: jumps and Lynch,
3: right? <laughs> working
0: with CSC and all that. And it's just like, bro, like I was talking to Chuck, I was like that building had like a uh, marshmallow and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, hey, son, like I carry like four people out in this zone. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Marshmallow
3: is not going to get sued for this night. Like,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't even talk about it. having a D.C.
3: Omri. But they need you know to do better, and this is as a whole for all shows, they need to do better with, because they're not, instead of being money hungry, mm-hmm. they need to, like, implement some things. Like, yes, it could be all ages, but if that's the case, make sure that the smaller people, if anything, pops off they're kind of out the way. Like, this is a section Mm -hmm. for 18 and under. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or it's kind of like, put more water stations. Put more stuff. Because it's like at a festival, rap shows, rock shows, EDM Mm -hmm. shows, it's heavy drugs. Mm -hmm. And when you got heavy drugs and heat, it don't even just got to be hot outside, but Mm -hmm. heat of people's bodies. It's kind of like you need more water. Because it's like they at the Fillmore, we started passing out water that they had for us to people in the crowd, and they was just like, "Thank you, yeah." At this point,
2: they throwing it, and it when
3: people just out. When people, when people see like when we we're actually helping people in those crowds, when you see us take a water bottle and mm-hmm. just go like that, because it's like they get hit with a breath of fresh air. Because mm-hmm. they it when it's when it's. 20 people, like imagine, because like Velvet Lounge, it's a little bit bigger than this.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: 20 people in here, it'll be a lot hotter than it is right yeah. now. It'll be a lot hotter than Lights. Where you at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, throw liquor in the mix. Mm-hmm. Throw, you don't even live life in the correct way in a mix. So you're not going <laughs> to the gym. I like how you put that. Not, you I know like what how I'm you saying? put that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so as soon as you go in there, you're sweating, you're dehydrated. You done smoke too much. You didn't get no water. Now, your favorite artist's on. And then you got more people rushing the stage. So now you can't even breathe. So I just feel bad because Travis had to um, take a fault that's not his. And I think it, it has a lot to do with him being black. And they don't want to see somebody. Because you got to understand, too, that's his festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same stuff happens at Rolling Loud, Coachella, mm-hmm. all this stuff. But... They don't have nobody to front facing. To, yeah, to blame at Coachella or Rolling Loud because mm-hmm. it's just Rolling Loud. If that stuff would have happened at Rolling, that same stuff does happen at that, but you just don't hear about it because sure. it's no deaths. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. allegedly. So,
1: I don't want to make you the rage, um, the rage president, or the master of rage. But what do you think? Um, goes changes for you going forward. I know you say you guys are like more cognizant, but does it, does it, do, is that in the back
3: of your mind from here on out? No, mm-hmm. no, because it's like when you're committed to doing this stuff, and it's all with good intentions. It's never to be like we're about to start BS to have somebody die, have somebody pass out, and then in a sense. When you're growing up and doing music, they want you to make people pass out. Who they tell you? Michael Jackson had grown mm-hmm. men passing out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's the music that drives who's passing out. If it's a crazy, fast-paced rap song that makes you pass out, they're like, this is demonic and this is, <laughs> this is not right. But if it's Michael Jackson making you pass out, you're like, he's the greatest in the world. Mm-hmm. Justin so. Bieber, mm-hmm. all that. So it's kind of like, With the rage thing, I think it's just making it more safe in the sense of caring more because like, we always stop it, make sure people good, check on them, pause it for a second instead of just going like a heavy... It used to be a heavy pace, like, gonna take it up a notch, take it up a notch, take it up a notch, but I can't ever get rid of it. Like I said, I grew up in the CFE, so it's like, that's... (laughs) we was chopping until we was losing weight you know what i'm saying (laughs) we're just sweating through elastic in that exactly (laughs) so i can't ever get get rid of it i respect it the new track with the legendary Trini booty
1: oh Mm -hmm. god y'all know about booty (laughs) i told you we did a little research here it's a little bit um I heard a preview, didn't hear the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. I did I'm gonna let y'all hear
0: it before I leave. Did
1: hear the preview? I love that you've been talking a lot about the C F E being a big influence because definitely (laughs) hear the go go in that. And (laughs) that's
0: what I was gonna ask. I
1: was like, Are we still
0: raging? Because it sounds like last time you were here, you said you were going to know the gospel album. And oh, also, oh, oh, it's a gospel album. Yeah, gospel I think we forgot. <laughs> I need that. And you said you was going that. The, uh, it's still coming. It the merge of Rage and Go-Go. And then you was going to do the rap Go-Go thing. So it was just like, is that what we And that's that we before her. Know? Yeah. And that was before That's training.
3: my girlfriend. I
0: mean,
1: oh, I didn't yeah. juda- <laughs> want <laughs> <you laughs> to, I <talk>. wanted you to tell this. was
3: you to tell. us. Yeah, but this is before her. Actually I you know, I don't know, she could probably tell you, but she ain't never did like this type of music before. It's just been go go for her. So we'll talk to us.
1: Okay. As the legendary go go singer that you are, what was it like coming into kind of his new world of music and creativity?
2: Um it was definitely new. Not brand new because like you said, we have the C F E times, we have the icon times, mm-hmm. we have the you know, we have all of these big venues that we used to do shows at. Even like Showplace Arena, mm-hmm. DC Armory. Those are thousands of people we're, yeah. you know, performing mm-hmm. in front of. So, taking it into the studio, believe it or not, was harder than doing the live shows. Because you were a singer, singer, so it ain't nothing to mm-hmm. say. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you have to get used to the different effects in the studio, the timing and mm-hmm. everything. When you're on stage with 12 other guys, you know, it's like you fall into the mix. Whoa. But doing this, your front and center is just you and your talent is what they're listening to, what they're looking at, you know.
0: It's not a jam session, it's like no. mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. rocking out with the guys, you know, with ABM, mm-hmm. XIB before that, it's a different groove with this. Mm-hmm. But I will say I got my practice with ABM and X I B because you have to learn how to man the stage. you got to learn how to demand the respect from the crowd. And, mm-hmm. You know, things like that. So, it's new.
1: When well, you talk about demand, I, I like that because the go-go is a, is a beast in itself. <laughs> yeah. That presence. Yeah. And the rage scene is a beast in itself. That presence. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say is kind of the same or different for you from being your perspective?
2: Um. First of all, I had never been to a show like his. Mm-hmm. I had never been to a show like his. Um, you know, ABM got chopped.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Crowd go crazy, I, crazy. The stage moves, the floor moves. Everybody's going crazy. It's the same for Rage, but crazy, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, crazy, crazy. I'm like, yeah, I'ma stand. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that, you know, because. Those rages, you know, they are in safe fun, but depending on the environment, you know, you might have a person in the crowd, don't touch me, you know, but you want to rage. Oh. But sometimes things can get, you know, but you got to know your crowd. You know, if they're so into you, they're not worried about, you know, oh, yeah, I'm a still this nigga, you know,
3: he touched me, he stepped on my shoe. It's less fights at Rage events than it was at Go-Go's. I and will
1: say That's that.
2: surprising.
3: And I'm I'm curious. Why do you think? Because the
1: race seems to be a little bit a little bit more intense.
3: I think because I think because when you strip the hood factors Mm. of like people rapping different things, and when you strip it, and everybody's kind of like you're not you're not go go, and I love go go. It incites more of like say for instance. uh, this neighborhood is getting put on a mm-hmm. uh, super lot they getting amped up and this neighborhood don't like that neighborhood that's getting amped up uh, so now the animosity mm-hmm. is building in it now with the rage and all this stuff they're just listening to the music mm-hmm. so it's not really like a oh this this it's not this. A competition it's not a competition it's not the added element mm-hmm. yeah it's that that's the added element of like this all right so it's like we got to get put on. Oh, they're getting put on. All right, now we got to show out more. Everybody's okay. just showing so out no one's together. Seeking approval. Exactly. Gotcha.
2: That's a good answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Ms. Trini, um, your technique to like demanding the crowd and controlling the stage is it the same or does it differ?
2: It's similar. Okay. It's similar because you have a different crowd of people. Um, that makes it different. Um, they're not coming to hear. The percussion behind you, per se. Yeah. I mean, you know, you go to your events now, doing mainstream music. Um, we're listening to a track,
3: mm-hmm. you know, we're the producer too, So that's, that's, that's stacking up. We
2: are, and that's what makes it more comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, when that track is behind you, you got a fire as producer. Mm-hmm. That, you know what I'm saying? Made you some heat, and then you got the DJ behind you. Um, the crowd receives it different. So. I'm still talking my shit, you know, I'm still, you know, doing this and that, but I really get to focus on more than just them, you mm. know what I'm saying, Make sure they on point, making mm. sure I hit them, you know what I'm saying, this and that, but the man in that crowd, it's like, you. St- that's still the goal, you know?
3: You know the funniest part that is, for me, I've been hitting go-go stuff in my songs mm. for a minute. But it's great to see now somebody who made that stuff <laughs> or actually is doing that stuff now doing the same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: One thing I'm curious about the studio aspect, because we've talked a lot about the stage, but when you make music, that's a big part, like creating a song from scratch. How is it for you, a singer, like, because that's I've always thought of, like, um sort of like sports. Like, you can just play the game, and then you can, like, So is it a little different, like, going into the studio and maybe having to come up with a hook, come up with things of that nature?
2: No.
3: Yeah, drop the fun fact. And and I'll (laughs) tell
2: you why. Don't say the fun fact. I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people don't know two things. With Go-Go, a lot of the hooks that I hit are original. So in my music, just like you say, booty, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I put one of my hooks from ABM that was really, really popular. Mm-hmm. Knock it out too. Mm-hmm. Walking in the club, swinging right ch-. I put that in this song. So I grab the attention from the Go Go people who know that hook. I grab the attention from the people who like the music. Mm-hmm. I grab all of his fans from everybody that loves Suizo mm-hmm. and bring them all together. So that's number one. Number two. It's not a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fun fact. But number two, people don't know that in ABM as well, I was the one in the back making all that damn noise. I was the hype man. Yes, it was twin. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you got shooter saying whatever he's saying. I'm the one with that high pitched voice. Yeah, yeah. So when I get wow. with him <laughs> <laughs> It's just Atlas. <Adler. laughs> it's just Adlas. That's what it is. Nah, that's a fun fact. Yeah, that's a fun fact. I don't that's think
1: it's a fun fact. fact. It's a
3: fun fact for people that, yeah. that grew up in yeah. Go-Go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because this is what I told her that she didn't know when I told her when we was coming here. I was like, we were all, all of us on this, we were in school. What? Yeah. And she doesn't really understand the impact mm. yeah. that they made. Oh, listen,
1: once he asked, he said, can my lady come? I said, of course. They said, who's us? They found out who... You should have seen the fanboys. <laughs> you should have. <you> <laughs> I got this quote. I was like, please relax. We, we, we have something to going. do. It was like
0: two years strong. We were just at every ABM show. Yeah. It, was, it, was <laughs> it
2: was sad. It was sad. We it's sad. not sad. We had some fun times. Nah, for sure. Like fun times.
0: I just said that because we were young. We were young, and it was we like you. should have been at home. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Definitely. School nights. Yeah. yeah, just, yeah. Like, just out here being degenerates.
2: Yeah, but you're at the shows and we'd rather you be there than be on the street. That's it fact. was the streets in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the so the i call. say some of the places <laughs> that we went to was the So that's man. true. That's true. It felt like the streets, but I've seen, you know, like you said, you have your hood beats mm. and this, this. I've been at not just ABM shows, but TCB reaction oh, yeah, shows. Michelle. And they stamping Landover. But you got capitalized in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've seen people come together. Mm-hmm. Not just yeah. come together yeah. to brawl, mm-hmm. but come together to party. You know what I'm saying? They're chopping There's around street. the whole club, There's you know? In unison. So mm-hmm. Exactly. Like a whole train. Mm-hmm. Food. A whole yes. train. So, it's not just the streets, you know? Sometimes you have that, that camaraderie. I like you know, you everybody's Sometimes.
3: coming to hear these bands. <laughs> that, you, I mean, you got your yes, you have your because you have your folks, and that's the funniest part. Go go went through Astro World before Astro. That's true. Mm-hmm. The way they used to try to shut down yeah, the clubs um, yeah. and try to say this, and then down the street at the same time they were having rock shows that's true. that was doing worse. So, so yeah.
1: that's a that's a really great point. Um, I want to tap into just a y'all two for a second. Okay. It's, I, I find creatives who are with creatives are always a little interesting or a little different their relationships rather is the, do you find that um, it's easier harder similar from maybe things you've relationships done with the past because like you guys are both artists in the truest sense of the word what is it wasn't like like you make your eggs wrong. I don't like the way you flip them. Like
3: it is it that type of vibe where we just love each other well, all the time. Shout outs to her cause she taught me how to cook. So mm. but eggs, I always knew how to make eggs. So that so, so I always know how to make eggs, but yeah, I've never heard some of this stuff because like in relationships, I've been in some kind of serious ones, but not really. After being in a functional relationship, I understand that but it's not hard at all it's definitely been because when we started being together she didn't hit the studio oh. so uh, it's like she was never doing nothing like that and we were going to all our go-go shows she has a podcast the big girl talk show that mm-hmm. y'all gotta come on too sure. yes know. most
2: definitely That's, um
3: I've seen, like, okay, because y'all know, back in high school, I was shooting with the Mm -hmm. camera work. Mm -hmm. But, her camera crew wasn't um, up to par. So, I just, (laughs) I nominated myself (laughs) (laughs) to help out, you know? It it was, I nominated myself to help out, and it was more so, like, it's never give and take. It's like, I give to her, she gives right back. And it just keeps a motion with that. Because, For no, I don't know why, because she could probably tell y'all, but she should have been doing music. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why it took uh, Rare God, but (laughs) I'm I'm definitely. Maybe
2: that's your answer. answer. Maybe it takes that one person to come in and say, you know what? Because why I shied away from doing music outside of GoGo, and even music inside of GoGo. It is difficult when you're a female and then a female of my stature, a female with my history, my background in the DMV area, to work with other people. And I say, not to shit on y'all, but men. You know? No, 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 you can do that. I get the uncomfortable vibe. You in the go go world and. Yeah, I get the uncomfortable you. vibes when I'm working with people, you know. Usually, they're like, I want to work with you because they just want to <laughs> ride the wave with you, you know, the wave that you already had. Mm. Or, you know, they got other intentions.
3: Yeah, because you know? it's hard for a woman. I know it is. Like, usually they come, get a call, like, come to the studio. They go in the booth. Hey, come to hear this real quick, and then there's a penis on the... (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like
2: the girl... No, situations do get like that, and when you're, you know... Y'all some nasty nasty niggas, man. Y'all some nasty niggas, man. It's true. Y'all some nasty
3: niggas. Maybe you're trying to make studio love, and then be
2: like, you know, no, this is business.
3: Like, yeah, baby, I'm going to fuck you with the auto-tune on.
2: it gets like It gets like that. It I know like y'all that. doing this too. That's the worst part. I know y'all na- <laughs> that's I'm
3: nasty. That's sick behavior. I'm nasty. It's like that.
2: It's real.
3: But it's the girls that rock for it that make it worse for the girls that's really trying to be. Because it is just like with everything, it's a it's a a lot of people mm-hmm. that gonna try that, mm-hmm. but it's also a lot of girls that's like. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it. And then yeah, they, so they never get
1: that, the stuff that's up. promised.
3: Yeah. yeah. Like they prom and I've seen it, like these women go through a lot. Like I've seen some janky person try to offer the world and none of that stuff happens. Like, yeah, baby, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to, to studio yeah, so you the studio <laughs> time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Two yeah. big head kids that you really don't even like. <laughs> Not her situation, but I've seen it. Like, they <laughs> have kids and they, think, they kids. just thinking that life is going to be so great and they don't even like the kids for real. And that's where you build a whole life hood of trauma. And then those big head kids grow up. I'm not laughing at nobody's kids.
1: I'm promise. Yeah, I'm yeah. Promise. I'm not. Just, the fact that he's describing them is too big. <laughs> it's just like
2: you your kids have big heads, big I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. No and your, and your guy's still wishing you the world, that's the thing. Like, oh like, yeah, we're gonna do this, we gonna do that. With us, it's not like that. Like like he said, he he when we first started talking, yes, he came around when I was doing the podcast. I've been doing the podcast for a year now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It wasn't originally mine, but once I took over, I knew I needed a team of people. And the team of people I had, it didn't work out, you know, it just didn't. Mm-hmm. But when he came in, my creative, like mindset, mm-hmm. really clicked. You know how I want to do this. how I want to structure this. Where we need to go. How we want to do this and that. Um, I think that we level each other out. You know, we we consider ourselves kind of like iced coffee. Like we are gonna give you that energy. We are gonna give you what you need from this coffee, but we on some chill shit. Now he still has the whole rage thing. It ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's straight black coffee, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> straight espresso. <laughs> that's straight double shot. Yeah, double shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm the I'm the mellow one. You know, Good. I'm the mellow one. So we 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 do this now. Our schedule is ridiculous. Tell us what's about? It. Yeah, we have kids. Between three, I mean, the two of us, we have three kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that keeps me busy. Um, I still work. Um, I have the band. I was going to ask you still
0: perform with the band.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Shout out to my guy, Free Shoe Boogie. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. You know, he's, you know, doing his time, but we still keeping the train rolling. Yeah. So, I do that. I do the podcast. Um, I'm still a family person. Yeah. Um, it gets hectic you know but we find we try to find that time for just us we try to find that balance and it works out I don't know
1: how but it works out is there ever a moment where you say hmm why <laughs> I'm just curious like why both of y'all because you say there's kids there's family there's work there's just you you guys are individuals you just just you mm-hmm. is there ever a time you just be like man this is a lot I want to take a break Yes. She do. <laughs> she do. I was like, oh, what about you? Because I've known you for a long time. I, I'm gonna call you Michael now. I've known yes. you, know you for a very long time. I've yes. known i, know, very, I know very, you very since we were like too. 10 years old, type she, shit. And I'm
3: trying to tell her I used to play basketball.
1: That's oh, it. Us, his grandfather. Like, yo, like this is that's why I first know you. So like I'm always curious, you've always been not different, but you've never been part of the group. You've always done your own thing, and no matter what time in life I've known you, so I'm curious now is it ever kind of like, yo, I just kind of still want to do that, or do all the things you guys have kind of make you be like, yo, we're just gonna have to
3: push through? I'm, I'm the one that pushes it through when even she's want to sleep and stuff like that because I can't, I can't, I want to be like Elon Musk. I'm already about to, I'm not, I'm well. We could still make 22 million at 30, you know? But he, it was a post that said he had like 30 million at 30, 682 million mm-hmm. at 40, and whatever billion yeah, at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I can get in between one of those <laughs> with those ages, I can I like retire. That. So I, like that. I got the, because I'm not planning on living a short life, you know? So. I'd rather work now so then later it could be like, you know what? I'm not going out there today. I'm not doing this because it's like you only get one life. So most people, and I've seen it, people like in neighborhoods across the whole United States of America, even overseas, like you see people between ages of like 35 and 60 just hate their life because they didn't do nothing, they ain't got no money. It's just like I don't want to be that. That that personally scarred me. So I'd rather not take a break now. And I'm young. I'm not when I'm forty, I'm not gonna have the same energy from twenty or thirty. So it gets harder with just energy. Even if you're working out like 20-year-old, when we was thirteen, mm-hmm. we can get up all day, all day. You don't even wanna go. Your parents be like, go to sleep. You don't even wanna go to sleep. You hit twenty-one. After going to work, school, doing whatever, you were like. I, I want to take a nap. I want to take a nap, and then I you was just like, mirror, oh, my five years ago, somebody tell you to take a nap, you was like really heated with them. <laughs> like why? Like why is that? <laughs> but now you praying for it, so you just got to keep going. Yeah. But she, she, because it's a difference too when when you're a dad. It's different than being a mom, mm-hmm. you know, because you had to push out the kids or get your stomach sliced open and they and then dads, no matter what happens, um, we 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 got to fight more to be in the child's life They're for the most part, 24 seven unless they not shit. Mm-hmm. So it's a difference. So even with her saying like we yeah, were parents, I'm a parent. But the mom is always a parent. Like Damn,
1: I like that. I like honestly. I like that, bro. Because this, I think that's in creative relationships. A lot of times, people think it's like, a, but it doesn't. You're very acknowledging that. Like, she has to do a little bit more mm-hmm. just off of the strength. Like, she
3: has to do more in the sense of real life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not like you're making, yeah. but just like, hey, these are the the society we live in. Mm-hmm. So, but her kids, they just like my kids. You know, um, I got one. She about to turn three tuesday happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but i just i just love the ecosystem i love listen i love this, this
1: shit that mm-hmm. that y'all got going on this should make me happy like <laughs> i I'm, I'm <laughs> bought this
3: up and get us to the streets <laughs> yeah and i don't have to make like you know um excuse me fuck bitches songs no more you know what i'm saying even though if y'all want it still you know i can still <laughs> he can still do that for don't, you yeah. don't get it twisted but i got we got a love song that we made okay. i'll let y'all hear
1: y'all got a lot of stuff to hear we got a lot of stuff to hear mm-hmm. question though you were talking about the work you were putting in and i remember going to the page and um you talking about how this is the only thing you can do performing how you try to have other jobs and you did it for like a couple months
3: why do you think like this is the thing for you of all the things? Because I think it's I'm not even just gonna say music performance, entertainment like the other day. You talking
1: about the camera, how you you know you, camera, you
3: it's, letting go of it was so hard. It's all that because i I started with acting and music just became so I didn't ever choose music. I got put into acting, but I never chose music and music always circles itself back around. Now acting, surfing itself back around, like plays and other things that I've been doing. So it's kind of like, no matter how far I wanna run from it, it'll be like, I don't wanna do this. All right, hey bro, you wanna come to the studio? You ain't gotta do nothing. All right, you know what I'm saying? Or just like, I was just, I just had a camera and I was shooting videos here and there, but then it's like, yeah, I got a podcast and they're really not all right, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> and then you know what I'm saying? Music is not the only thing you do. Mm-hmm.
3: You're great with that camera. Oh yeah, and then shout out to Montez. He uh he got me into like design and like I'm doing my own shirts and stuff okay. now. I see this. You know, one. it's 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 definitely um I'm expanding with my creativity now like because DMX jersey. Yeah. Thank you. It's it's def- it's it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that i've been doing and trying to expand on but now having her it's easier cuz you don't have a girl that's like and that's the best thing she she knows the the front end and the back end like she knows mm-hmm. if i have a show she's like yeah she's not the girl that's like oh yeah the, you got 20 sluts coming up <laughs> to you and this that and the third and just makes it easier you know like if somebody comes in and wants a feature it's not all that back and then the same thing for her like the times that we always go out people don't even know where we're together
2: cause it's, we treated it as business we this business and then they find out that we're together and they're like, oh my God, y'all are such a power couple. And it's like, saying if we could bottle this up, I'd take a little 10% off the top. <laughs> make,
1: a, make a nice little, make a nice little come up. Um, i want to talk to you just a little bit more about the music. on a Goats. That was the last song, like, I feel like you just put out there for the that's people. That's a whole album. Say, that's, that's a, a whole, whole album. Right, right, um, yeah,
0: so it's, just, <laughs> it's like you it's a You got to stop doing stuff like that. No, like, you really do, bro. I mean, I've been waiting to talk about this, dude. You really listened to it this morning, and I was like, hey, Slim. So this is like a SoundCloud playlist. <laughs> like, that's exactly what
1: it's it is. It's too many different sounds. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm like, you <laughs> but can't they be mesh doing... beautifully like this. Just... Listen, I didn't say it wasn't a nice blend. I'm the the just saying. It's one, it's just too much for my brain to comprehend. Help me. Those were the
3: throwaways. Mm. You're a liar. <laughs> you see?
1: This is why I asked then and and
3: Not a throwaway <laughs> in a bad sense, but it was just the features that I've been sitting on that we're not doing nothing with at the moment. Okay. Was that
1: more hip-hop? Because that seemed to be a lot more in your rapping bag than yeah. I have normally seen. you. And we were talking about it earlier,
3: like, we kind of like that bag yeah. from you a little, a little bit more. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you got a lot of bags. But, but that's why you got to hear the album, because a lot of my stuff ain't what people... The new stuff is nothing what they've been thinking. Like, they're used to just the hype That's stuff true. like that. But now, I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to show y'all. So,
1: we got to do this after. Yeah, okay, okay. I can definitely after. respect that. But, yeah. yeah, is there a reason why? Because we've always talked about your rapping. I think we talked about this one time with Tez that, like, you get in certain bags and it's like, you can do this. Why not more? Is there a specific thing with features you seem to, like, like to do? And like, what, what's how do we get you to tap into that more? How about, maybe that's my question.
3: Um I'm a, I'm going to say for the for the sake of the interview you're about to see Ooh. in a second. Okay. But more so it was because at a sense with building a fan base I had to give them what they wanted. So now that they're locked in I can really give them cuz nobody expected me to rap at the beginning of it. So it was just like I had to find my way in art right, i can't go up over here yet with these people that can that that can rap uh-huh. and then i can't go over here yet with the so let me go to a range that's comfortable and i can um get easier mm. and that's the range stuff like i can give people a party at any given moment and have fun so it was easier to attract to that but now it's like with those features some of those features are like a year two years old and it was just like we're not doing nothing with these but um and i'm going in a different sound different sound so it's kind of like i gotta do something with it so people know Mm -hmm. that it's there well good job (laughs) because now i remember but we need more of that. How'd you
0: tie in to Iceman? How'd you mm-hmm. tie in with Iceman? Because Ice I met him down U Street one night. Yeah, before.
3: Iceman, I mean, it was, it was just like how life happened, man. I remember, like it was yesterday, um, we was at this, like, we used to call it like a group home studio shelter mm-hmm. because it was just st- stri- starving up-and-coming artists that stayed at this studio, and then I remember... One day, everybody was about to leave. We was about to go do something at this other studio. And I just came back downstairs. I was like, bro, you want, you want to come come with us? Like, first, within the first couple of days of meeting them, And then he was like, yeah. And we just been locked in, like, ever since then. And we've been grinding it piece by piece ever since then. Yeah,
2: shout out to him, because he definitely creates some energy. good
1: I <laughs> yeah, y'all seem to know thing. all the artists. We need to have to tag it with y'all. I want to hang out with the artists.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are fun. Yeah, I mean artists are they really are good. Like, but we 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 get artists just um, no point intended with energy. You mm-hmm. gotta have a good energy about you, cause that keeps the whole ship moving. Mm-hmm. Cause like it's a lot of pre-Madonnas out here, and it's a lot of artists that don't don't deserve everything that they're getting. And I can't say they don't deserve it because you get what whatever's destined for mm-hmm. you. But we don't got to subject ourselves to being around that. You can be most talented, everything, but I would rather work with somebody who has the passion, the drive, and the good energy, and maybe not the most talented. Because you can make anybody a star. I like that. You can make anybody a star Today. No, nah, for sure. Definitely today, because it's not about talent no more.
1: Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the pod a little bit, because you guys both are in it together. The Big
3: Girl Talk Show. You already know what's going on.
2: Absolutely. It's under Big Girl Energy LLC, and that's right it's, it's, <laughs> it's um, a platform that I started. It's an LLC, a business that I started, because all my life, I've been the Big Girl. And I've always carried this certain energy about me. <laughs> Look at the man, he put noise in. Look yeah, because he made it. He just, one day it came in the mail, and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> oh, shut now, okay. Yes, but um, no, I created the platform, and like I said, things didn't work out with the podcast because originally it was under a different name, under a different production, you know, different management. Things didn't work out. So I kind of grabbed the reins and kind of took over. But then I was like, like I said, I need my team. Um, The initial team didn't work out. Um, Rest in peace to Go-Go Juan. He was a part of that team as well. Um, But one thing Juan did tell me was, if you're going to do it, do it. You know? So I built up this, you know, little bit of fan base. And I'm like, okay, I got to keep it interesting. So when he came, all creativity just broke loose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like... I do, I run it, the Big Girl Talk Show, and, you know, it's a talk show slash podcast, I'll say, because we're we're very visual, as well as, you know, audio, mm-hmm. um, but we sit, you know, we have guests like this, but it's in different settings all the time, mm-hmm. and he helps me with that creativity. He, Him and my mom are like the masterminds of the whole thing. I just kind of like come up with my splash on <laughs> okay. it and then do it, but um, he's like, my, I call him my everything partner, because he does the podcast with me. We do music together. We do life together. You know what I'm saying? So, this podcasting thing is easy because if I don't have that little thing to put in right there, that's him. You know, everything that I need to throw in or add my, you know, thoughts to, like brain parts are serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes when I can't get that creativity out, he's always right there. And he's like, we can just do this. And it's like, okay, boom, that works.
1: So I mean, he he's a big, a a huge chunk
3: of the big girl
2: talk
1: show. Man, yeah. If I could just up, like, <laughs>
2: we'd be, we be millionaires. <laughs> <There's something about
1: laughs>
3: it. But it's a great and it's not just about what's the best part. It's it's called the big girl talk show, but they just the same morals that they're. It's not just about empowering women. That's a big part. Like They do a lot of women businesses and stuff, but they also give a safe place for the men to express themselves on the topics because it's not like the whole just ratchet back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be a heated debate about something, mm-hmm. but they let the guys speak their piece as well.
1: We ain't just talking about dating 24-7, 365.
2: Mm-hmm. And even, well, we don't. We don't. Oh, we talk me. about all, all things, all aspects of life, but when we do talk about relationships and things like that, I'm always the one that sits back and I let everybody else talk first. And I'm like, okay, now I'll give my opinion. I like when the conversation is open and I don't want us to have the same views because then it'll be a short conversation about the same thing. Everybody's on the same side. Yeah, girl, you know. (laughs) So the guy comes in and says, you know, this is my perspective. That creates a whole other conversation, you know, and it keeps things going. It keeps it fresh. Like, man, we're not going to always agree. Like when we think about the topics and things for the show, we're not gonna always agree, you know. But that's the good part because it allows, like you said, more perspective. And men don't have that platform to be open, you know. <laughs> I know you nice. guys can, Thank you know, second this. God bless you. Um, it doesn't. Society doesn't leave room for the black man to speak his piece. Always Hell not. no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. So. And I love to hear the different perspectives of different people, you know? So, like you said, it's a platform where we can allow people to be open and, you know, speak their peace, give their feelings, not be judged, because it's called the Big Girl Talk Show. And we, you know, we do, um, I don't want to say specialized, but I'm a big girl. That's what I know. That's the life I live. That's, you know, my every day. And there are some that don't have a voice either. So it's not just for the men. Not just for the black women. Not just for women. Not just for big women. Black women. It's for everybody. You know? Big girl energy is not just being a big girl. And so that's me. You know? Because there's some big girls that don't have a big girl energy. <laughs> it's some little bitties that got, you know, more energy than a lot of us. You know? But, you know, it's not about just the look of things. It's about being able to go out in day-to-day life. You know, and make things happen and, and, you know, pull up, put, up well, I'm not gonna say pull up, but keep them big girl draws up and, and handle it, you know? <laughs> keep them, you know, keep them up and handle it. Cause shit gets hard. You know, shit gets rough. But we talk about all of it. We talk about all of it. I think we have a really good setup. Yeah, listen, I'm gonna keep telling y'all. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> we, we run you. <laughs> hey, man.
1: Normally, I wouldn't do this, but I know you got some questions. Yeah, you Before, go I, know you been, I know your soul has just been racing to get in here. So ask a few questions to the legend while we have her. My question was all go-go, bitch. That's what I'm saying. We've done it. We've done it. We've, we've done it. We've, I'm about to say, we've done it. They've given us a lot. Like, this is really, listen, listen. Power
3: couple shit, <laughs> <laughs> so now if you want to ask him, google questions, get your google questions in, buddy. Because she doesn't have, unless and be and do what you want, because she doesn't have a lot of, she doesn't ever get to really talk about the google I'm about now, say, interview. She's she she giving it to you today, too. Really, you
1: don't talk about it off the, huh? Open but
3: uh, I feel like I know the timeline of you know, the, the switch obviously from XIV to ABM. I would say that was like oh, wait, right? Oh, 708. Yes. Right around there. <laughs> what was it like to at that time basically join the villains of GoGo? Because I think everyone would say that ABM was like the villains of GoGo. They were hitting everybody's shit. Obviously, uh when I fanboyed out, I was listening to uh the 1023, 2010 Joe. y'all battle I But I was just hearing you you talked your shit on that Joe, disrespecting that was very crazy respectfully respectfully <laughs> but like joining <during> the <laughs> villains of gogo like how was that because abm was kind of to me i thought it was like abm reaction like the super like villains at the time and i liked i liked abm before i even knew her that was, my, my, baby, that was my favorite that band. That gogo man yeah. <laughs> yeah. that black album I'm so
2: man. That's nine, man. um <laughs> to answer your question it was literally like going from Pleasant Town to the dark side. Ooh, mm-hmm. wow. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you go from all the colors, all the hype, all the you know, uh, I love it, baby, and you know those things.
3: What's up with them cookies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, You go from that, and then, like you said, you you kind of <laughs> step into the. I've always gotten the look of. um, Trini from ABM, she must be a rugged ratchet, you know, mm. down the you know, go type of female. And it's like, I'm not that. I'm not that. <laughs> but when we talk about stage performance and we talk about, you know, being in a group of guys, first of all, I know I'm covered. You know what I'm saying? With ABM. Don't let me tell them, hey, this nigga in the club, you know what I'm saying? He keeps, you know what I'm saying, harassing me or blah, blah, blah. Because one of my bros, if not all of my bros, is like, where he at? One or two, you know? Yeah. But we were we're definitely with ABM. I wear them on my back, you know what I'm saying? I, had, I got this tattoo in 2010, 11, you know? And it really solidified a lot for me. Those are my bros. That's home, that's family. You know, no matter what features I do, how much of a break I take, that's where I'm going. You know, always go back, you know, your your home. Um, ABM is what ABM is, you know. <laughs> they, they just are. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, we do have the business mindset. We do have, we can, you know, conduct business and network like anybody else. It's just we were always the ragers of go-go. We get the party move. We get the party started. Two niggas might clash. You know what I'm saying? They they turn on a certain song. You know, they go
3: crazy. Like that. She went from super freak to a ski mask.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it was all for show. You know what I'm saying? It was all for show. At the end of the day, you know, I love my Xscape guys as well. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the originals, Showtime, Reds, Neil, Porchop, You know what I'm saying? Those. Those original guys, with more included than that. I don't want to leave anybody out. But, you know, those original faces and Cook as well, you know. It was different coming, you know, singing with Cook and then singing with Wave Dave and Freaky. Mm -hmm. You know, it was different. Um, I got comfortable. I found my little groove, you know. But I started to demand a presence. And things went from, and I hate to bring this up, even though people like the, the subject, it went from being the the good girl, fun girl, to now she's competition. Oh. You know, so a lot of females in Gogo, bounce beat in particular, started looking at me like, "Hold up, who are you? Where you come from? You're not about to take my shine. You're not about to, you know." So I had a lot of that, but I'm such a people person that it's like, well, it's just, "You know, do your thing. I'm not ever." Hating on anybody or trying to steal anybody's shine, but when I stepped into ABM, I almost had to like man my station. Uh-huh. So it kind of forced me to get in competitive mode and, you know, talk my shit up there with shooters, you know? we talk shit about those shoes? You know? He, that's what he does. <laughs> He's the goat for that. So it's like I had to man that station. So there was a huge difference coming from XIB to ABM, but it's home. I love where I am, I love my guys. And just gang gang. And you know what's yeah. funny?
3: The first show we ever did, it was me, XIB, and ABM.
2: Sweet though, XIB and ABM. on one card wow. under one roof. Wow. That was very different. <laughs> Talk about very full different. circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when you like you in an establishment and you like. I'm uncomfortable Because there's three different people in here That I haven't talked to Let me teach you You know what I'm saying I don't want to show no shade to ex that I don't want to It's kind of like that It's kind of
0: like that And and my ex's friends (laughs) Y'all got (laughs) the chip. Y'all
2: got to (laughs) chill She did good at that show she did
3: good at that show, yeah. That, that was a good, that was a good, that was a good. And
2: show. she had the
3: ski mask. Like, exactly. Did you perform
2: twice that night I, did, I hadn't started doing anything with him yet. Oh, okay. I wasn't fine.
3: worthy yet. Of- no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that, you know. We were just getting in the groove, you know, getting in the groove of things with our relationship with music. You know, I had to, I love being able to step back and be the fan mm. when it came to him. You know, Mm. because I'm always the face, always in the forefront. Sometimes I wanna go to your shows and just
3: be, you know, and let me talk about manifesting one time. This is this is the funniest part. All right, so we was going through my phone and we was looking at some pictures, right? And then yeah, I was on some (laughs) creep stuff one day. (laughs) One day I screenshotted a picture of her because she took a picture and i was like wow okay and coincidentally the date and the time was in the screenshot okay when we looked back she was like that same date and time she was breaking up with her ex
2: at the exact
3: same time
2: yeah he kind of manifested this situation because when I saw Sweezo, I was like, who is this rowdy? <laughs>
3: and I was in her, but I was yeah. in her house. I was in her house. She had one of my stickers, the Sweezo Land sticker. With oh, the yeah, with the,
2: yeah, with the dress. When you have the dress. Yeah, oh, yeah. with the purple one. Yeah. <laughs> and my kids were hearing this music and singing it and running around the house. And I'm like, he makes too much. And this is before <laughs> we even had a conversation. <laughs> you know? So I tried to get rid of the sticker. And God brought me the whole person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was hard. That's some noise <laughs> awesome. That was hard. God brought me the whole person. Like, hey, shout out to you. Who knew that it would have been you know him? I but, love um, that. Yeah, the, the, the things that happen in our day to day is just like you wouldn't believe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So <laughs> before we leave, uh, nah, you might as well.
1: So before we leave, we end these interviews, these time, this lovely time we had with y'all also remember I'm bottling this up and selling it. Holla at me, hazythoughts.com at Hazy Thoughts and High Coast the Podcast. top. <laughs> <laughs> listen, they get it all a little bit for us. Um, we have the people stare into the camera and tell the fans something, our fans, your fans, even fans who may not know us. And because you guys have been legendary today, I just want y'all to just talk. Tell tell people whatever y'all want to tell them. Well,
3: first off, we got a new cat named Lulu Lulu <laughs>
2: Slytherin. Lulu Slytherin, shout
3: <laughs> out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. So, you know, I didn't think I'd be a cat lover, but um <laughs> Keeps cats, are dope. cats are dope. Cats are dope and our cat kinda acts like a dog. So Yeah. It's but shout out I just had to put that out there. <laughs> um one, don't ever settle for nothing. And you're not your mistake. Absolutely.
2: (laughs) That was powerful. I like that.
1: Anything you wanna add on to that or you you, you good with him leading the way? Um, no, I can add to it,
2: you know. (laughs) Um at the end of the day, you know, like you've seen me, you know, I've come from the local community, you know, the the local artists. But now I'm jumping out. I'm jumping out and a lot of people said that this was long overdue. So y'all definitely be on the lookout. There's an E P coming. There are videos coming. There are a lot of performances coming with this guy. Some with myself. But we're going to make this happen. Because everybody asked for it. Y'all asked for it. Here it is.
3: And since Montez came here last time and dropped a feature. And now the feature's here. Mm -hmm. I can't promise I could do this. But I could tell y'all a feature on the gospel album. Okay. Track one. Produced by J-Rob. I got Lil B. Base God.
2: The bass guy. The bass guy. Yeah.
0: Hey, sir. <laughs> All righty.
2: Let's fucking go.
3: Yes.
0: Uh, Rare, yeah. God, Rare God and bass God. God. Yes. Coming soon. I'm with that.
1: Y'all not getting exclusives like this <laughs> a lot of other places, buddy. I'm just oh. telling y'all. Rare God, bass guy. This trendy, I don't know how much more you want.
0: We get, that's a
1: Charles oh, man. Yeah, Who can't even get to today? That was a hey, I'm speechless. Once again, make some noise. Sweet, <laughs> so we got Miss Trini.
2: <laughs> y'all make sure y'all turn to that Big Girl Talk Show. At the Big Girl Talk Show on all platforms. You got Spotify and everything up under that. You got the YouTube, the Facebook, the Instagram. Follow us, the Big Girl Talk Show. And me, you can follow me, Miss Trini the singer.
3: Suizo S-W-I-A-Z-O. <laughs> Everywhere.
2: Everywhere.
3: <laughs> Google me.
0: Nah. <laughs> Love
3: it. Ooh.